0: Welcome back to My Comfort Show, a podcast where every two weeks I chat about the TV show Gilmore Girls and the joys of watching it for the very first time. My name is Mia and I'm your host. Hey guys, how are you doing? I wanted to announce that we hit 1000 streams this week and I'm just feeling really excited about that. I was just thinking the other day about how With podcasts, it's really hard to communicate, at least to communicate easily with your listeners and that's why I feel so excited when I get Instagram messages from you guys or emails or ratings and streams. I always look at the stream numbers so this means a lot just to know that you guys are still listening and you're really enjoying it. I just, I'm so grateful for everything. I also got a new microphone um, because the first one that I got was really not good. I wasn't happy with it. So this is the first episode where I'm using my second new microphone after I returned that older one. I hope you guys hear a difference. I feel more comfortable using this one. So we'll see how it turns out. We're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 20. P.S. I love dot, dot, dot. It aired on May 3rd, 2001. And just a little bit of context of where we are in the story. Last episode, I talked about how Lorelai visited an old inn that she wanted to fix up with Suki. We also learned that Rachel wants to stay in Star's Hollow with Luke. And also very importantly for this episode, Emily turned Lorelei's old room into a room for Rory to stay in whenever she visits. Also, Emily discovered the shed that Rory and Lorelai used to live in when Rory was very young, which caused a lot of conflict in that episode. I also happen to share a bunch of fun facts about Kelly Bishop, who plays Emily on the show, so if you're interested in, in hearing those, then definitely take a listen to that. Um, That was my previous episode. Now, just jumping right into this week's episode, Lorelai and Rory, they are playing this game called 1-2-3, and (laughs) I thought this was such a weird game. Basically, it's like some kind of probability-based game show game, it's (laughs) where they're in Luke Steiner and they're looking out the window with every person that walks by they have to decide whether they want to i guess marry that person or be with that person and if you decide to not marry that person who walked by then You only have two more choices. So the next two people are the other prospects. So it's like, if you say no to the first two people, then you're stuck with the third one. Lorelai passes on the first two people and then Luke comes by and Rory is kind of hinting that, Oh, Luke is your number three guy and you passed on the first two. So now you have to marry Luke and so I'm just sitting there wondering if this is maybe foreshadowing and then of course Rory ends up looking at Dean because Dean passes by and then her whole mood just changes so it's clear that she is still really struggling with the whole Dean breakup situation. Then Max calls Lorelai at the Independence Inn where she's working. I was really excited to see him again because it's been a few episodes since we saw him and I was mentioning this back in that episode where they decide to get back together. I remember I was saying that I feel like Lorelai is going to keep this a secret and I was kind of right actually. <laughs> I, I'm i pretty shocked at how the show didn't really address their relationship for a full two episodes at least from what I remember so I felt like that was a little bit strange but yeah I was glad to see him back and seeing that storyline actually continuing this episode. It turns out that Lorelai and Max have been calling each other a lot, they've been staying in touch, but they haven't been seeing each other in person I guess since that night when she showed up at his door. So they do end up, uh, planning a date where they will actually spend time in person. So it seems like they're advancing their relationship again. And meanwhile, Rory is, as I said, she's still struggling with the breakup between her and Dean. And this is a big focus of Rory's, uh, storyline this episode always keeping track of where dean is or where he isn't at different times throughout the day he of course works at the market still so she's trying to avoid that and keep track of what days he's working there what days he isn't and she just doesn't want to run into him now getting back to Lorelai for a second Lorelai has this interesting encounter with Luke which I wanted to talk about a little bit because I felt like this is where Lorelai started to become a little bit annoying. I I don't really want to say the word but I know that Lorelai has a bit of a reputation for being annoying just in the Gilmore Girls fan <laughs> fan community. I felt like I never really was able to relate to that because I've only seen the first 20 episodes up until now, and I never really found her to be too annoying, but I I admit I'm starting to kind of see it. So, okay, basically. Lorelai catches Luke coming out of a gift shop where he was buying a gift for Rachel because apparently it's her birthday soon. Lorelai, she just opens up the bag and she tells him it's all wrong. She immediately pulls out what he got for Rachel and she starts saying that it's this horrible gift. She's going to throw it away or whatever. She's never going to touch it. I definitely wouldn't just open someone's bag when they come out of a store and see what they bought, especially if it's a gift for his girlfriend. You don't want to meddle in that. You don't want to be a part of But anyway, she says she'll go shopping for a bunch of returnable stuff and she'll pick out a better selection of gifts. She'll have Luke just tell her which ones he thinks Rachel will like the most and then she'll return all the other stuff. Speaking of which, how did you guys feel about the gifts that she picked out? Because... To give her some credit, I feel like she did a really good job picking out the gifts. In a later scene, we actually see what she bought and she explains her reasoning for getting all these gifts. She got a book that she remembered Rachel having talked about not having read this book and she decided to get it for her. She also got a really nice quality camera bag because she knows she's a photographer and her other bag maybe is not as good quality or durable. So I thought that was really thoughtful to think back to conversations that she had with Rachel and then try to figure out what she thinks Rachel will enjoy from those conversations this whole time I was waiting for some kind of twist because it's not really immediately obvious why Lorelai would go out of her way to go shopping for all this stuff for a person who she doesn't really care about too much. I'm talking about Rachel. So anyway, the twist of course is that she ended up buying a bunch of clothes for Luke as well. She says, I went to Bloomingdale. She has those brown bags from Bloomingdale's and she bought him a bunch of fancy clothes. Admittedly, they were on sale, but she's on some kind of sugar high or something. She's extremely excited about all the stuff that she bought for him. She wants to have him try it on immediately, but of course he's completely against it and he gets really impatient with her, but he does end up trying on the clothes and I thought he looked a lot better in the clothes. It was a complete transformation and it just got me thinking who is paying for these clothes because all of these clothes they were not part of the deal that she made with Luke. They're not gifts for Rachel so I think from what I understand she just bought them and it's a gift uh, from her to Luke which is interesting that she would go out of her way to get Luke a gift. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, my take on this whole thing is that I think Lorelai wants to assert some kind of dominance over Rachel, and even when Rachel ends up walking in on them in the diner when Luke has the new clothes on, and Lorelai's is helping him put everything on, and Rachel is understandably confused. Maybe without even realizing it, she's trying to assert her dominance over Rachel and show Rachel maybe that Lorelai is capable of changing Luke into this new man while Rachel can't. Let me know what you guys think. Am I stretching it? Because there is something to say for Lorelai's talent at being able to get Luke to actually want to try on these new clothes and look like a completely different person. Whereas Rachel is the one who's trying to jump through hoops to settle down with him in this town that he's lived in his whole life. And Rachel is usually the one who's really outgoing and different. And so I thought that was very interesting. this next scene is really funny to me. So Dean shows up at Lane's house where Mrs. Kim opens up the door and it turns out that Lane and Dean are science partners. They're working on some kind of project and I just love these scenes with Mrs. Kim and how she just assumes that every boy is up to no good. (laughs) I also I never noticed how tall Dean is in this scene. He he looks even more like an outsider and I think that's really interesting for this whole trajectory of where Dean's storyline has been going over the past few episodes of him just being a total outcast now that he's broken up with Rory. I mean he was an outcast before he even got together with Rory but how he looks in comparison to the other characters in Stars Hollow, he looks totally out of place. Dean and Lane get to talking. It's clear that they're breaking this agreement that they had to not talk about Rory, but before they can really say much, Rory comes in unannounced and she sees Dean and Lane sitting at the table together in Lane's home. It's very strange to her. So she just runs off. Does she assume that Lane and Dean are in a relationship? Did you guys think that? I was, I was kind of scared. I thought, oh my God, this is so messy because I wouldn't want their friendship to get ruined. But also if they are just science project partners and Rory knows that, then... Isn't it possible that they were just placed together randomly? I mean, it's not like they chose to be partners on this project. In classic young adult TV fashion, a lot of the conflict is due to a lack of communication. And I found it a little frustrating that Lane didn't immediately explain what was going on and say, we're science project partners. Our teacher put us together. There was nothing else I could do. He's just coming over for this one day or these two days to work on this project about mushrooms. It's, it's nothing, but she doesn't. And she kind of stands there and says, it's not what you think or whatever she says, something kind of standard that doesn't reveal anything. And naturally the next day Rory is completely zoned out. She isn't even taking notes at school. She's not paying attention. Paris notices and she says, are you resorting to the osmosis theory of learning? (laughs) She's completely out of it and not herself at all. And Mr. Medina approaches her after class and he says he's concerned about her and he says, breakups are hard, I've been through them too. And Rory says, how did you know that? And he says, your mom told me. (laughs) It feels like no two people would ever have this conversation of revealing that the mom told him and then he's bringing that up to the daughter. It just, it was really funny to me. And, of course, that's how Rory finds out that her mom and Mr. Medina are together again. So it just becomes even worse because this is how she had to find out. So Rory confronts her mom about it and not only the fact that Lorelai and Max are together again and she was unaware but also the fact that Lorelai's telling these things about Rory's life to Max. So Rory is really upset about it, really angry at her mom and she ends up running away and she runs away to go to Emily's house and she takes a cab there. Meanwhile when Emily and Richard realize that Rory has showed up They were getting ready to go to some kind of fancy soiree and their evening plans were completely thwarted because Rory showed up and needed their help. So Emily immediately asks her if she's okay. She tells her that she's welcome there anytime. I kind of like this little detail that Richard never wanted to go to the soiree anyway. And so he's ready to sit down and have a drink and not leave the house. (laughs) And I just love seeing Emily enjoying being a grandmother. I really love how Rory gets to stay in that new bedroom that Emily had fixed up for her last episode. But this is where I felt like my initial reaction to the episode changed the more I watched it. The second time that I watched this part of the episode, I realized how much Emily was taking it a little bit too far, and she seemed a little too proud about the fact that Rory ran away from Lorelai and came to her, which is unfortunate because the first time I watched this episode, I just purely thought oh Emily is she's so thrilled that her granddaughter is coming to visit and cares about her because this is kind of the first time that Rory went to Emily uh, without Lorelai being a part of the equation because usually Rory will just go to Emily's house because it's part of the family dinner and Lorelai is there too but we haven't really seen that many moments between Rory and Emily just the two of them. And I would love to know what you all thought about this scene because I was reading it reading about it on Reddit too. There were definitely very strong emotions on Reddit and if anything I felt like I was more on Emily's side than a lot of other people or a lot of other fans maybe. So did you really dislike what Emily's doing here or did you Feel kind of like me, where you're really happy that she gets to be a grandmother and she gets to have this one on one time with her granddaughter? Uh, or did you feel like maybe she's a little bit taking it too far? So, meanwhile, Lorelei and Max are at home and they find out that Rory is with her grandmother and I didn't mention this but Lorelai was completely panicking about her daughter having run away and when Max is there with her he's helping calm her down and reassuring her that it'll be okay and that's when they get the call from Emily who's kind of gloating a bit about how Rory is there, Rory chose her and Rory chose to go to her. So anyway, that's also when Lorelai and Max get to talking about their relationship. And Max asks Lorelai why she hasn't told anyone about the fact that she and Max got back together. Which I called this. I said that Lorelai was going to keep it a secret. Simply because of the fact that Max is Rory's teacher. She probably wanted to protect Rory a little bit and wait until she told people but i think if you keep something a secret for too long it can get really ugly really fast now it's the next morning rory actually has school this morning but thankfully emily's house is very close to her school so it seems like she has a little extra time in the morning and she's having this amazing breakfast with her grandparents I also love how Emily is always offering to have Rosa whip up something. She says, I can have Rosa whip up some Pop-Tarts for you. (laughs) And I think in general, she loves talking about all the delicious food that Rosa can make for them. Meanwhile, Lorelai goes to Luke and she confides in him about how anxious she was that Rory ran away for the night and at this point of course she knows that Rory is safe with her grandmother but she's still feeling really bruised about the fact that Rory didn't come home to her and Luke is being a really good friend he's just as concerned as she is he promises that she'll be home soon he's even wearing the belt that she got him and Lorelei stops by at the market and this is a very interesting scene to me. So she stops at the market and she confronts Dean. She yells at him. She tells him he's scum. I was shocked that she actually did this and I feel like she's saying all the things that we all wanted to say to Dean this whole time. <laughs> And I think it's really natural when someone has wronged you or someone has really hurt you to want to tell them all the things that they did wrong, all the ways that you were hurt, and just telling them off. It feels really satisfying, at least to do that in your head. But for some reason, she did it in real life, in public, and It was satisfying to watch, but at the same time it's not her place to do this to her daughter's ex-boyfriend. I feel like she gets so involved in her daughter's personal life. I mean, it's normal for a mother and daughter, especially when they have a really close relationship, to be involved in each other's personal lives and to be interested and curious and care care about how they're doing in their personal lives and romance and, and everything. But at the same time, you're really crossing a line when you get involved in that way. So anyway, this is where Lorelai finds out that Dean told Rory he loves her and she didn't say it back and that that's why they broke up. Which kind of stops Lorelai in her tracks. Okay, so as much as I think Lorelai's actions here are really immature, I also think Dean is completely painting himself as this victim, especially when I was listening to how he defended himself after Lorelai was telling him off. Um, He was saying, I mean, this is where he says that he told Rory he loved her and she didn't say it back. And I understand that The whole town is against him pretty much. Everybody hates him, which is really really sucks that the whole town is involved in this breakup and it sucks that everyone has an opinion on their relationship. He's a victim in that sense where he doesn't deserve to have other people's opinions just being thrown at him every time he goes to the store. But at the same time, he's, he's being a victim in the sense that he thinks it's Rory's fault that they broke up. At least that's how I interpret what he was saying. Yeah, just because Rory wasn't ready to reciprocate, obviously it doesn't mean that it's her fault, but he's young and he doesn't understand that. And I really feel like he should have taken the time to at least realize that, and he can still feel upset about it, feelings have nothing to do with it, but they're really not making him look like a good guy or a good character in these recent episodes. Yeah, I was thinking about some of my predictions for the end of the season because, you know, next episode is the season finale and I, the thought just occurred to me that maybe Dean is going to leave town or completely leave the picture for a little bit because he doesn't really have anything going for him anymore other than maybe the fact that Rory still has feelings for him. I can see how they would want to drag that out more from a writer's perspective, but I also think if they want to introduce new guys into Rory's life, it might make sense for them to have Dean leave for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really, really curious what's going to happen next episode. Later that day, Lorelai goes to Emily's house and she goes up to Rory's room to talk to her about how you need to be more open to saying I love you to someone instead of being afraid. And this is coming from a place of how she recently found out that this is why Dean broke up with Rory. This wasn't exactly the advice I was expecting Lorelai to give Rory and it didn't have the punchline that I was expecting because basically Lorelai is saying that I love you are really special words and you should say them to the person when it's the right time and I think all of that is good, in what she's saying, but I also feel like she could also mention that it's okay to not say I love you at all because I was thinking back to the episode where they're sitting in the car and Dean says I love you, she doesn't say it, and how she isn't able to say it partly because, okay, she and Dean only knew each other for a few months, but also because whenever Lorelai said I love you to a guy, they would leave and it didn't have good consequences in her mind. So I think either Lorelai is unaware of the fact that her own romantic relationships have had an effect on Rory and that's why she just didn't bring it up at all in this conversation. Or maybe she thinks that if Rory just says I love you, it'll make everything okay. I kind of wish this advice that she gave was a bit different, if that makes sense. But regardless, Rory's starting to feel better and she and Lorelai drive home together. When they pass Lane's house, Rory asks to be let let out of the car and she goes and hugs Lane and I assume she apologizes. You can't hear what they're saying, but they reconciled after they had a bit of a conflict with the fact that Lane and Dean were partners in this project and Lane didn't didn't tell Rory. So that was all wrapped up and I'm glad that their little feud wasn't dragged out for another episode. I just really love seeing them as friends and not being torn apart by some guy. Yeah. (laughs) Even with Lorelai being a little bit annoying this episode, I would say overall she is trying to navigate these different aspects of her life where she has Luke and Rachel and her relationship with Max that she's trying to figure out how to reveal to people she has her relationship with her mother which as we saw last episode the conflict of Emily feeling really insulted that Lorelai chose to live somewhere else with Rory when many years ago that really hurt Emily and now Lorelai has to deal with it and in a way Lorelai is dealing with that exact same problem but now it's reversed where Emily is the one who Rory ran to and Lorelai feels very upset about the fact that her daughter chose to go somewhere else. So in terms of how comforting this episode was, I wouldn't say it was particularly comforting. The best part to me was Emily at breakfast and also the scene when Rory first arrives at Emily's place and before Emily really started to gloat and she was being a really good grandmother and letting Rory know that she's welcome whenever she wants. That was really special. And overall, I really liked this episode as I was saying earlier, I really enjoyed how there was a lot going on and a lot of emotions that felt very heightened. I really enjoyed actually seeing Lorelai yelling at Dean. As much as I thought it was immature, I also think it makes for good TV and I have fun watching that scene. So those are my thoughts on episode 20. In two weeks, we're going to be talking about the season finale, Love, Daisies, and Troubadours. I'm excited to talk about it afterwards and hear what you guys have to say. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, my account is at my comfort show. If you message me on there, I'll definitely be able to read it. And also you can email me at my at gmail.com. I would love to know your thoughts, your predictions for what's going to happen. Or if you've already watched it, you can let me know your thoughts as well. And I'm really excited to wrap things up for season one. So I hope you have a great two weeks until then and I'm sending virtual hugs to you guys. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of My Comfort Show. If you're enjoying it so far, I would love it if you gave me a rating on Apple Podcasts. It makes me really happy. You can also find me on Instagram at My Comfort Show. I look forward to talking again in two weeks. Bye!